Hey, so in this video, we're gonna be taking a look at seven different strategies that you can implement in order to save some money. So everybody wants to have some more discretionary income, and that's kind of the point of this video, so that we can have more money to spend on the things that we actually want in life instead of ending up in credit card debt and being swamped with bills. Hopefully, this video is helpful. So if you do find it to be helpful, don't forget to drop a like, subscribe if you're not subscribed already, and let's get into this video. All right, so we'll start off with the most important part of this video, and this is really the most important out of these seven, and that is by creating a monthly budget. Now, this sounds so uh, simple, but it's really, really important. See, see, there's a reason why companies, businesses, will have financial statements. So they have income statements, cash flow statements, they have balance sheets, and there's a reason for this. It's because they use these so that they can be more profitable, so that they can see the weaknesses, they can see where they're excelling, and they can see where they can prepare so that they can excel in the future. So you can do this yourself. Now, I'm not saying run yourself like a business, but if you calculate all of your assets, your liabilities, you know where your money's coming in, where it's going out, it's really going to be effective in saving money. So you can automatically probably save a couple hundred dollars per month just by laying out a monthly budget so you know where everything's coming in, where it's all going out. And I kind of view it sort of like if you're in a boat and you have holes in your boat and you're plugging these holes uh, uh, and all these holes are different types of monthly bills. Maybe it's Netflix subscriptions and Amazon subscriptions and Ancestry.com subscriptions from three years ago that you totally forgot about. So if you lay this out, this entire budget, it really will help you save some money. I have a free budget template down in the description below. It's totally free uh, if you want to get started with that. So that's the first thing you wanna do and it kinda of leads me into point number two here which is setting goals. So you wanna set specific goals. You don't wanna just set a goal of saving money. You wanna set specific, time-specific goals with money values. So say, you know what, in the next four weeks I wanna save $1,000 or in 2019 I wanna save $20,000 and you set these goals and then you'll be more motivated to actually hit those goals and you can hold yourself against them uh, and write them down maybe even put it up on your wall if you need to put a sticky note on your wall or on your computer in order to help yourself save this money just to keep it in your head you have it written down specific goals it will help you in the future now something else that you can do it's pretty simple it only takes about five minutes to set up and this is by setting up automatic transfers um, from your checking account to your savings account or from your checking account to your brokerage accounts to your retirement accounts so this is really easy to do you can probably find this on your banking website uh, in the next five minutes, but it's it's really easy to do this. So what you can do is is uh, say that you get paid two thousand dollars every other week. Well, on the day that you get paid, you can set up automatic transfers so that say when two thousand dollars comes into your bank account. 500 of it automatically gets transferred to your savings account. And then you kind of live off of that 1500 and almost pretend or trick yourself into thinking that you're only making $1,500 every other week instead of 2000 and you just sock that $500 away before you can start spending it on other things. It's a cool little method that does work and I've seen people use it and it really does help them save some money. Number four is to use the 24 hour rule. I'm not sure where this came from, but it's pretty straightforward. Uh, if you make spontaneous purchases on the internet like I do where you're scrolling through Amazon and you get hit with one of those ads on Instagram and they look really cool and you want to buy $250 shoes and then all of a sudden the next thing you know you end up with shoes at your door a couple days later because you ordered something online very spontaneously. So the 24 hour rule, pretty simple. You just sleep on it, think about it for 24 hours and then make your purchase. It sounds so simple, but it really can save you a lot of money. Don't just buy things spontaneously. Make sure you think about them for a longer period of time and you're gonna find yourself just saving more money. Now another thing that you can do that kind of is a little corny, a little cheesy in a way, but it does work if you need to go to these lengths. Uh, this is by writing on a piece of masking tape or some other piece of tape and writing, do I need this? 
and then putting it on your credit card. So every time you go into the convenience store, you go into Walmart and you're trying to buy something that you maybe don't need, uh, and you're gonna whip out your credit card to buy it and put it in the chip reader or swipe it, and you're gonna see the piece of tape that says, do I need this? And then you're gonna look down in your hands or in your basket and say, do I actually need this stuff? And sometimes the case is no. Maybe you'll find yourself putting some stuff back and saving some money in the process. Number two is something that I don't really see people doing very often, and this is by price matching stores against each other. Now, I'm not talking about price matching a can of soup from Walmart to Target. You don't have to cheap out that much, but we're talking about price matching larger ticket items. So uh, if you go to Best Buy, something that I usually do before I actually buy something is I'll look it up online and find some cheaper prices. And then I'll go to Best Buy and say, hey, Walmart's selling it for $40 cheaper. Can you just give me $40 off? And they say, yeah, sure. Uh, because most stores have price matching because it actually economically it's actually better for stores to price match that's a whole different video we're going to talk about that later on but for you individually it's good to actually price match stores against each other and you can do this not only for stores like best buy and walmart and target but you can do it for places like if you're buying a mattress you can uh, sort of bid competitors against each other i don't know what the mattress firm mattress world there's a lot of different mattress stores out there but if you're buying a mattress you can uh, sort of haggle with the mattress stores you can haggle with other things like if you're buying a car and you walk in and just drop the full asking price for a car that might be kind of foolish you can usually save money and haggle a little bit on a car or anything that's really over a thousand dollars you can find yourself um, um, trying to get a better price and you can save a lot of money in the process just by doing that don't be afraid to ask for a better price especially if it's something that's a pretty big ticket item so that's something you can do now the last thing that I think is pretty important and something that you can use to save some money is consider not using your credit cards as often. Now, I wanna clear this up here because this can sound a little bit weird at first because credit cards are very important uh, to build your credit score. I have a lot of credit cards, I use them, and they're really, really effective in, in, in order to build my credit score and I get credit rewards on that. But as Dave Ramsey um, says many times, credit cards, you're gonna end up spending a little bit more money. Maybe it's only a couple percent more, but you generally will spend more, and that is because uh, you don't have this sort of physical attachment to it because you're swiping a piece of plastic or you're putting in the chip reader, but you don't actually lose anything. Nothing leaves your hands. But if you're buying stuff in cash, you're actually handing over that cash, and it can be pretty painful if you're handing over like five $100 bills versus just swiping a piece of plastic. So hopefully you can see how that could psychologically affect you a little bit. And if you're really falling into that trap of, of just spending too much money, you're finding yourself in credit card debt, maybe consider putting those credit cards in your desk drawer, only using them once or twice a month just to kind of keep your credit score going at a pretty good rate, keeping your utilization low. Um, but kind of leaving those credit cards at home, not using them as much, if you fall into that category where you're racking up credit card debt uh, and it's starting to get out of control and you really do need to start saving money, that's a possibility for you. So that kind of wraps up this video. If you have any questions, comments, leave them down below as always. Uh, and thanks for watching. Don't forget to share this video with some of your friends and I'll see you guys next time.